It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's Monday morning. My name is Dave. I live here at this house with Rachel Hollis. She's my wife. She's also my best friend. She's also not going to be joining us this morning. She's writing uh, her next book. She's on deadline. She's already been heads down. You're stuck with the big guy. You're stuck with the big guy. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, starting a little early because I also, I, gotta, I got things to do today. I got to go tape more workouts for this darn app that we're making. And uh, that requires me to be at a studio not very uh, long from now. So I'm up, I'm ready, it's time. Uh, Annie asks, did you change the time of the morning show? It's fluid, Annie, it's fluid. I'll tell you what, it's a little bit fluid. Uh, I've just decided that uh, we haven't had a good yell talking in a while. So you know what, let's have a quick yell talk. Where's my wife? My wife is writing her next book. She is on deadline. It is due in a very short period of time. So she said, hey Dave, Husband, honey, best friend, bearded, Zangief-looking man. Uh, would you consider running this old morning show this morning? I said, it'd be my pleasure, honey. I would be, I, it would be my pleasure. So uh, I thought I would talk about the topic that is happening in our next 90-day challenge. If you are not familiar with our next 90 days, well, come on, come on down. Uh, you're welcome here. The water's fine. We'd love to have you. Uh, we are doing a community-wide challenge for uh, what ends up being 14 weeks, 90 days of time to, as a community, persevere through the upside down. We are living in the upside down and uh, doing the upside down together, it works. At least it works better than having to try and do the upside down by ourselves. And so uh, this morning, uh, we are starting a new week in our next 90 day challenge on resilience. Resilience. I'll tell you what. I, uh, I think we've maybe turned a corner in the midst of this thing, right? We're like at the halfway mark of our 90 days. Congratulations. I'll be, uh, I'll be totally honest. When we decided to do the next 90 day challenge, I was thinking that we were doing uh, the 90 day challenge so that we would for the first four or five weeks and when it felt like things were chaotic and crazy, uh, that we might uh, be able to come alongside people and then things were just going to kind of get back to normal, and by week six, we'd be good. And here we are, we're in week seven or eight, whatever it ends up being, and I'm gonna tell you right now, things are still upside down. Things are still kind of crazy, and there is something interesting about the timing of a conversation about resilience in this week, because I'm gonna tell you what, I am, uh, I am and if you like, kind of relate to this in any way, I'll tell you what, I, uh, I'm struggling a little bit to feel as good about my choice to be resilient as I was at the beginning of this mess, right? Like two weeks in when I was like, I'm gonna be resilient. I'm gonna get back up quick. I'm gonna re recover quickly. I'm gonna be fluid. I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna be able to be elastic or fluid in all of this. That was an easier decision in week two than in week eight. That was an easier decision at the beginning of this than it is right now, which is why, of course, it's important 
for us to have a conversation about resilience in real time. What is resilience? You all know what resilience is? You probably know what resilience is. Resilience is this uh, capacity that you have to recover quickly from difficulties, right? Like it's this ability to get back up fast. And in getting back up fast, you reinforcing your toughness, your capacity to in bouncing back, know that you'll have this ability to bounce back whenever, whatever comes your way, right? And at the beginning, when you think you have a handle on all the variables that are happening inside of this dang quarantine, the idea that you uh, like have decided, I'm just gonna put on the coat of resilience and I'm gonna be resilient, it's easier until Eight more, you know, six more weeks go by. We're now eight, eight weeks into this thing, nine weeks into this thing. And you're having to make this decision more regularly. You're having to make this decision to get back up on an every single day basis. And it can be hard. And uh, just because uh, we thought we had a handle on what we were getting ourselves into in week two, and now realize, man, we may not have a handle on what we are in for some time. Resilience is more important than it ever has been. Resilience is a thing that is going to be required for you to stay connected to what uh, sits on the other side of this dark wood that we find ourselves traversing. uh, I've been using this quote from Robert Frost. I mean, Robert Frost has a lot of great quotes, but uh, the only way out is through. You ever heard this quote from Robert Frost? I use it in my book. I use it, frankly, all the time in this. But the only way out is through. We are like dead square in the middle of the woods, and the only way out is through. And so our decision to be resilient in the midst of traversing land that we have not previously walked on is the decision to just keep walking through, right? Is to keep walking through. And it's not, again, an easy thing. It's not a thing that, man, gets easier even necessarily over time. It's just a decision that you have to make every single day. There's a new video up that Rachel put out for the next 90. So if you are in the challenge and you have not yet watched it, go to the Learning Portal. Rachel put up a a resilience video. Uh, But I happened to, I read this article over the weekend as I was like trying myself to get a better handle on resilience. I found this article that the CEO of a company called Driven wrote about six components of resilience, which when I read it, I was like, yo, I can absolutely connect to this. And I thought I'd share it with you right now. Uh, Again, the company's called Driven. The CEO's name is Yuri Rusau, but um, he talks about these six components of resilience. And I'm like, yep, I can connect to this because my pragmatic brain, if it can break down a little bit of how the ingredients of resilience come together, then like an elephant, I can eat it one bite at a time. And I don't feel overwhelmed by choosing resilience because I can focus on each of these things. The first thing that he talks about of the six things is vision, right? Like that you have to have a vision of where you're heading, right? Like if the only way out is through, and you're in the midst of the muck, and you're having to get to the through, get out of where you're at, you've got an idea, you have to have an idea of where you're headed. I can remember when we were in the midst of our adoption journey. Our adoption journey started with an international adoption that failed. It went into the foster care system where we thought we adopted babies and didn't. We then moved into, reluctantly, the 
private adoption space where after heartbreak and disappointment, we were struggling to stay connected to the vision of where we were going. And it was only because we had such clarity on where we were going. Our vision of Noah existing in our life was so clear that on the days where it felt overwhelming, that the headwinds were so strong, that we just didn't think we had it in us to keep going, our ability to connect to the vision of what sat on the other side of this wood that we are stuck in was the thing that allowed us to push through, right? So you've got to have goals. You've got to have vision. You've got to have a sense of where you're going. And it's got to be clear, right? Like it can't be this nebulous, we're just going to get through. It's got to be clear. And the thing that I've argued is that if when you have that clarity, you're able to align how you show up regularly with what that clear vision is, congruence in that space, integrity in that space, man, then you're going to find a way to, in that vision, stay connected to something that gives you the momentum, that gives you the motivation on the days where it feels overwhelming and too hard. All right, so the first thing, uh, components-wise, again, this is from a company CEO of a company called Driven. His name's Yuri Rusau. Uh, the first thing he says is vision. I, man, totally subscribe to it. What vision are you connecting yourself to right now so that you can get through this wood, right? Another Robert Frost quote that I love, the woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I've got promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep, but miles to go before I sleep. And here's the thing, you have miles to go before you sleep. But if you don't have vision, you don't know where you're going, you're not going to get there. Make sure that you have some clarity on where you're trying to get through so that in the miles that lie ahead, we can get there. All right. The second component, the second component that uh, is suggested as a part of resilience is the idea of composure. Composure. Right. So like the idea that you, yep are going to keep getting back up, keep getting back up. How you get back up matters. Oh no, I hate that it matters, but how you get back up matters, right? In a world where there's fight or flight, in a world where you can be emotionally triggered, in a world where there are a ton of things that you definitely have an excuse to turn to coping mechanism wise how you treat and talk to other people wise, how you just feel about yourself when you're by yourself wise, right? Your composure, your ability to be composed is a wildly important thing because how you get back up matters, right? So you have to connect to what kind of you needs to be present to actually unlock the kind of persistence, the kind of resilience that you are interested in right? You got to start with your vision and then you have to connect to the kind of composure, the kind of emotional resonance that is necessary for you to get back up the right way. All right. Number three is the idea of reasoning. Reasoning. Oh, geez. So reasoning as a component of resilience. Why reasoning? Because problem solving is a part of the way, a part of the how. How do you stay resilient? How do you get back up? How do you continue on this path? How do you get through? The only, only way out is through. How do you get through? You've got to create a plan. 
You've got to anticipate what most likely is going to happen and then be ready to pivot, change, be okay if the plan ends up you know, having to be something that gets altered, but you've got to have a sense of where you're going. This change has happened. Whether or not you voted for it, whether you like it, whether you want to complain about it or acknowledge that it's here, if you want to talk about science or speculate about conspiracy, it doesn't matter. It's here. You need a plan in the midst of it existing if you want to get through this forest. You got to start with vision. You got to compose yourself to have the right kind of emotional state to address how you get back up in the right way. And then you have to think about reasoning. You need to develop a plan. You need to anticipate what might happen and be resourceful in how you are going to get through this thing. All right, the fourth thing ends up being tenacity. Tenacity. And tenacity sometimes is a, a kind of like a synonym for resilience. But tenacity is this idea of persistence, right? Like it's, it's the idea of just continuing to go. And as you go, you're going to get a whole host of things right, but you're also going to get a whole host of things wrong. And as you get things wrong, you learn from your mistakes. As you get back up, you're now just a little bit smarter for what worked and what didn't. And the idea of just like getting back up, getting back up, getting back up, being tenacious, it's a reflex. It's a, it's a, it's a commitment. It's a habit loop. It's, a, it's just this decision that you're going to have to make all the time, every day, even when it's hard, it's not going to be fantastic every time. It doesn't matter, right? And, and in, in, in being tenacious, right, this isn't like, oh, put on rose-colored glasses and just pretend like everything's going to be fine. You have to still be connected to what's actually happening in this world that you are operating in. You're still in the woods. You're still trying to get through. You're still miles from your destination. So be realistic and, and, and acknowledge the truth of your experience, but also connect it to, to some optimism that because of your tenacity will afford you this opportunity to get out to the other side of these woods. Okay, so got to have vision. You've got to have some composure. You've got to reason, think through a plan. You've got to have tenacity. And the fifth thing is collaboration. Okay. So this author is arguing that you have to be collaborating on how you will continue to bounce back up because these circumstances that we find ourselves in are too big for any one of us to do this by ourselves. It's part of why this community exists. It's part of why y'all are in this thing together. It's part of why Made For More exists. It's part of why your small groups exist. We have to, as social beings, connect our experience. What happens when you connect your experience? Two things happen for me, right? When I, number one, am able to connect to the experience that I am having with other people, it makes me feel less alone. I feel normal. And your struggle, the challenge, the way that you feel on hard days, it's normal. And the sooner you can see that it's normal, the less shame, the less guilt, the less worry you have of you being broken or different, you realize we're all struggling through this and that struggle is a reflection of your humanity, not of any weakness whatsoever. But two, when you are able to raise your hand and connect with other people who share some of your experience and how they're making it through the woods themselves, they may have a hack. 
They may have found some tips on how to make it through the woods that now you can apply to your journey in the woods, right? You are looking to hopefully get some support, some context, some, some, some tips and tricks, some hints on things that other people who are maybe just a little further along their journey of this wood can apply to your journey. So you've got to be in community. You have got to be in community. Don't be afraid to say, man, I, I, I don't want to admit that I'm struggling because that struggle is going to make me feel weak. You are guaranteeing that you will feel more alone and you are guaranteeing that you will not find the help that you could get if you were willing to be a little more vulnerable in how you represent the struggle that you have because all of us, me, Ray, all of us, we all struggle. So find a way to connect to somebody else so that they can normalize your struggle and give you some tips on how to get through it. All right? And then the last thing is health, right? Man, we're, we talk about health all the time. I love when I read something from someone else that reinforces a thing that I believe in so much. But uh, when it comes to these six components of resilience, vision, composure, reasoning, tenacity, collaboration, the last one was health, right? And health, you know, it's not just physical health. Of course, we like talk all the time about physical health, but we talk about mental health, right? How you think, emotional health, how you feel, spiritual health, what you believe, physical health, how strong you feel, how, how moving your body to make you feel a certain way is important, right? But at its foundation, your ability to get back up is connected to your health, right? If you are in any way neglecting your health, the idea that you can be resilient is compromised. And I'm not saying like, oh, you got to get out and do your push-ups. No, no, no. I'm saying every dimension of health. If you aren't processing how you're thinking or sharing how you're feeling or connecting to what you believe, the ability for you to get back up on the days when it's hard to get back up fast, to get back up and become tougher is compromised. And so you're going to have to decide, are you interested in building a foundation of health in a way that affords you the chance to get back up, that affords you a chance to get back up. And if you can, fantastic. You are going to get back up faster. And if you decide, you know what, I'm not sure this is the season that I should commit to being like really okay with my mental health journey. Uh-oh. Okay, like that's a choice you can make. But the possibility of you getting back up faster, having the tenacity that you need, being able to do the every other part of you know everything that we just talked about, it's just it's compromised. So anyway, resilience, y'all. We are we are a community trying to be resilient. Uh, if you join late, I just I was mentioning I read this article from the CEO of a company called Driven. His name's Yuri Rusau, and uh, I just did a very like stone skip review. Oh this uh, oh this. Uh, article because I just like, man, I connected, I connected so much to it. But I also think as we're thinking about a week for the next 90 days, where we talk about resilience, is there the possibility of embracing resilience in parts? Because sometimes when I am faced with like choosing to be resilient, uh, it feels overwhelming. What's resilience, right? The capacity to recover quickly from difficulties to become tougher, right? The ability to spring back into shape, elasticity, right? Like that is what resilience is. And sometimes when I think about being resilient, like just, I'll just choose to be resilient. Like, you know what, go fly a kite. I don't feel like being resilient today. 
So if you don't feel like being resilient on certain days, and guess what? In this environment, you're not going to feel like being resilient all the time. Could you compartmentalize the parts of resilience in a way that engineer resilience on the days you don't feel like it? I would argue that you can. And so uh, this, uh, this is a way to maybe take into pieces some of the things that make up resilience. Uh, felt like a good way to start our Monday. Uh, Y'all, did everyone have a good weekend? I hope everyone had a good weekend. Uh, we're going into week 1000 uh, of this quarantine. Welcome. Uh, the upside down is upon us, but we're going to get through it because we are in community. We are building a plan. We are thinking about who we have to be. We are focused on our health. We're doing, we're doing the dang work to make sure that we can get back up and be elastic regardless of whatever ends up being thrown our way during this week. Can I get an amen? Amen from the back of the congregation. All right, uh, we've got a whole week's worth of great stuff coming around resilience this week. If you have not yet, I encourage you. Rachel uh, recorded a whole teaching on uh on resilience. It sits inside of your learning portal. Uh, if you have not yet signed up for next 90 days, come on down. It's completely free. And uh, for these 14 weeks of time, we're doing it together. So uh, let's hang out. I hope everybody has a fantastic, fantastic day. Chris, happy 40th birthday. I see that. Happy 40th birthday. Uh, Rachel, I, I don't know if Rachel's going to be back this week. I'll be honest. I'm going to try and be as supportive as I can be in affording her this time to write on this darn book. So if you get stuck with me for this week, well, I'll just try and bring my very best, try and fire you up. And then that way you can miss her. And then when uh, she comes back next Monday, if that ends up being the case, uh, you can, we can celebrate. We can celebrate the fact that she's back. I hope everybody has a fantastic Monday. Thank you for hanging out during a little yell talking session. Uh, I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.